quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I'm always looking for healthy snacks for my daughters who are on the go. I need things I can quickly grab and be assured they aren't full of junk. Tosi gluten-free organic snacks are now in my car each time I pick up Pia from dance. She's always starving and these are the perfect little bars. Cashew is her favorite and I love the almond blueberry. Tosi snacks are healthy and yummy and even better, they are owned by a mother-daughter duo from right here in California. Check them out by clicking the link in the show notes and use Peace 20 for a discount. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Today, I want to talk about what it is we do to be a more connected parent when our child is misbehaving. And these are the moments when it's the hardest to come to our kids when they're misbehaving because to be and to respond to a child with connection is super counterintuitive because we've been told in society and we've been told by our our family likely that we should punish or we should shame or we should belittle or we should otherwise get the behavior to stop. And can we reframe that? And I'm going to give you a scenario. And after the scenario, I'm going to give you an alternative. So let's consider this scenario. A child gets up and they're super cranky and they won't eat breakfast. And mom gives them the ultimatum. If you don't eat your breakfast, then we are not going to be able to have the play date this afternoon. So the child begrudgingly eats the breakfast. Then they hit their brother because their brother's annoying them and teasing them and they can't take it because they're not having a, a very good day to begin with. And so they hit their brother. And now mom says, well, that's it. No iPad time later tonight. You're not going to get your iPad. And because you hit your brother and you're not allowed to do that. And now they try to get into the car and the kid's throwing a tantrum because he has to sit on the car seat behind mom and not in the other car seat. And he's really mad and he's throwing this huge tantrum. So mom says, gives the threat. And she says, you know, there won't be any TV tonight or there won't be any dessert tonight unless you get in your car seat and you strap in. Now, 
how do we suppose the child's feeling? How do we suppose this poor parent is feeling? They're feeling bad because they've had to resort to threats and, and punishments and they've had to struggle all day just to get to school and they're super frustrated. And the child's feeling the same, super frustrated because they're not doing well. And at every turn, something seems to be going wrong and they're getting in trouble. How do we suppose they're going to do at school that day? And how do we suppose they're going to come home? Probably not very good. So can we reframe this whole idea? Can we look at it differently? I know in the mornings before we go to school, we get really rushed. And I had a whole episode on rushing and being late. And I think this, the pressure of getting things done in our society, especially for parents, is really at a fever pitch. We are expected to do so much in this world. We are expected to have well-behaved kids. We are expected to have them in all the perfect activities, to get to school on time, to have their homework done, to eat perfect meals and to have friends. And it's a lot on top of our own lives of work and our own relationships and our friends. It's too much. And sometimes we feel so pressured to get it all done. And I think in the mornings before school, before leaving to go somewhere, it all comes crashing down on us to where the pressure is so immense that we cannot get out of our heads. We just have to get the checklist done. At least that's how I used to be. I have to get the checklist done. I have to get to school. If the teachers think that I'm, they'll think I'm a bad mom if I'm late for school. So can we instead focus on if I don't get this cranky child feeling better, what are the chances of me having a smooth morning? Probably not very high. Probably this child is going to remain cranky and they aren't going to be able to recover from the crankiness and all of the punishments or all of the kerfuffles that you have between now and the time that they need to go to school. So what can we do? We can use connection. Connection can be our friend. And can we reframe this whole idea? Can we notice, hmm, this child isn't doing well. What can I do to get connected to them? Now, granted, I know we don't have time to do 20 minutes of special time. And we've got other children and we have food to make and things to do. And so it can feel very overwhelming. But if we just took five minutes to connect with this kid, we could change the whole trajectory of this morning. So I might say to him, oh, it looks like you're feeling cranky. Who needs a little kiss? Sometimes a kid won't go for that. Can you say, oh, you want to do a thumb war? I'm ready for a thumb war. I've been dying to have a thumb war contest. And you let them win three rounds of thumb war. Can you have a staring contest? Can you sit in bed and cuddle with them? Are they that kid? Can you read a book? Can you find a way that speaks to your child? that makes them feel good and connected to you for five minutes. Is it going to fix everything? No, but it will make things easier. And as you go along in this scenario that we have with this kid who won't eat his breakfast, who hit his, hitting his brother and who insists on riding in the certain place in the car, can, in, can we instead respond to each of those moments using connection? You don't want to eat your breakfast? I'm going to come over there. I'm going to have to sit right next to you. Mm, those eggs look good. Can I have them? You want to give me a bite? Can you be playful? Can you use that play as connection to help your kid get through these moments that are hard instead of threatening and bribing 
and otherwise setting firm limits where you're being really rigid because this is not probably the moment for a firm limit. Sure, there are moments for firm limits. And if you want to set the firm limit and have the big upset, I mean, you can go that route. But I don't know if in the morning when we're feeling pressured, if that's the time to set the firm limit. I think it might be the time to play through. How can we be playful? How can we cultivate connection? Can we have a staring contest? Oop, let me have a staring contest with you while you put on your shoes. Who's going to win? And letting them win. Can you help them playfully get through putting their shoes on? Now, sure, a lot of people will say to me, well, I don't have time for this stuff. Yeah, you probably don't have time for this stuff. But what you also don't have time for is a big upset, a child who's hitting their brother, a child who's refusing to get in their car seat, or all these other behaviors that are also going to crop up if you don't use connection. So we certainly don't have time for any of it. I mean, being a parent is you're lacking time, period, all of the time. And so we have to decide where we're going to cut our losses. Are we going to be five minutes late because we had to do a thumb war, but are we going to get in the car happy and fulfilled and feeling good? Or are we going to get in the car on time with everybody screaming and yelling at each other? Or Are we going to get in the car not on time with everybody screaming and yelling at each other because the screaming and the yelling and the kerfuffle and all the things that happened actually took longer than the connection would have taken. So I guess the whole idea is that we have a unique opportunity to turn ickiness into something more connective and we can get through tasks and transitions and difficult moments with our kids if we use connection. Connection is our best friend. And the only thing that we really need to think about is can we access it in the moment? Can we denounce the idea of punishments and threats and bribes and shame and belittlement? Can we let those go completely? And that can be very scary for people because a lot of people will say, what else do I do? My answer to you is you use connection because it works. You use play, you use affection, you use games. You use what you can in those moments to get through so that you can get everybody off to school feeling good. And this poor kid who isn't doing well is going to do just a little bit better. Does it fix everything? No, he could come home and still be cranky. And then you might have to set the firm limit because now you have time and allow him to have the big tantrum and the big feelings so that you can get connected to him through empathy. That's a whole nother episode, but there is that idea too. That's all I have for you when your child is having a hard time and be and misbehaving. How can you use connection to come to them in the moment instead of resorting to threats and bribes and punishments and belittlement and all of the things that we know really don't work in the long run. Okay, thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle, and I so look forward to you joining me for the next episode. If you haven't left me a review, and so many amazing reviews have been left, and I'm so grateful. But if you haven't left one yet, I would be so appreciative. So you can log in anywhere you listen to the podcast and leave a rating or review. And I hope to see you guys next time on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. My one-on-one parenting sessions are designed for us to dive deeply into your own personal parenting struggles. I wasn't being who I wanted to be as a parent. And I was often just really at a loss for what to do in situations that felt really hard. That's where we were when we started. We unravel those struggles using connection as opposed to resorting to punishments and threats and bribes. 
I teach you how to make that change. Myself and my husband like just didn't really know how to connect with our daughters. It was like a complete paradigm shift from what we were doing that was very obviously not working into more, how can I be the best parent you need me to be in whatever situation we find ourselves in? Let me help you find more self-regulation so you can have the calm household that you always wanted to have. And now I'm like, duh, I've learned this sooner. Become my private client today to find more peace in your household. Go to courses.peaceandparentingla.com forward slash private hyphen sessions to find out more information. Well, I'm so glad we found you. Thank goodness for Instagram. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.